Your Majesty, there is a scout at the door that wishes for an audience. A scout, you say? Very well. Allow her to approach. Very well, I shall fetch her. What'd she say? The Queen will see her now. Thank goodness. Yes, yes. Uh, just remember to keep your wings folded behind you. And don't get too close. If you displease her in any way, the Queen will most likely have you taken out and stung. I'll remember. Your Majesty, the Scout. Make your business known and we shall hear you. Oh, great Queen of the Nest, I have grave news. Grave news, you say? Speak now. Are the humans not having picnics anymore? Has the soda industry crashed? No, my queen. It is something much more pressing. Do tell, then. Do not tarry. I have seen with my compound eyes a grave threat to our nest. A human child stands not six feet away from this very spot. Is that all? Are they advancing upon us? Not that I could see, but their proximity alone warrants action. But is not our nest well hidden? I'll bet this child doesn't even know we are here. This has never been a consideration for our kind before, Master Drone. Action is required. How many of the swarm do you suppose will be needed? With your permission, Your Highness, I wish to go alone. Alone? But a human is more than a match for you. What happens if you fail? If it so pleases the Queen, if I do not return, send the swarm to avenge me. Make it so. Do not spare your sting. Bring security to our nest once more, brave scout. I fear she goes to her unmaking, my queen. If it is her fate, you know the law. <laughs> if any threat is perceived against the nest, within or without, it is the duty of all wasps to risk all to defend their home. Indeed. And the law after that? The queen shall be obeyed at all times. Exactly. Start the radio if you would. Miss Tabitha, are you home? Are you okay, Monica? Not really. What's the matter? Is is everyone okay? Oh, thank goodness. It's Monica. She's been stung. Okay, calm down, Peter. What happened, Monica? We were just walking around the corner, heading to Mr. Jacob's garage, and out of nowhere, a hornet stung me on the foot. Okay, do you know if you're allergic? I don't think I am, but it really hurts. It's starting to get really itchy. Hmm, yes, it's starting to swell too. Let me go get a cold pack and my phone. I want to make sure your parents know what's going on. They might want you home. Yeah, thanks. Are you okay, Monica? You already asked me that, Peter. What else can I do? Try to relax. Okay, relax. Right. <sighs> Peter? Yeah? Could you relax a little quieter, please? Like how? I don't know. I think that's one of Mr. Jacob's portable radios over there. Maybe we could listen to it? Okay, just be sure to tell me if there's anything else I can do. Trust me, I will. Alright. Okay then. Yeah. Are you going to start the radio? Oh, right. Sure. How's that ice water on your foot, Monica? It's cold. Yeah, I know, but it will keep the swelling down. At least it should help anyways. Is she going to be alright, Miss Tabitha? I'm sure she'll be fine, Peter. Monica's parents told me she's not allergic and that I can give her something to help with the swelling and the pain if she wants. Can I ask you something, Miss Tabitha? <laughs> sure. What's up? How can one tiny wasp sting make Monica's foot get that big? Yeah. I mean, I know they have poison stingers and everything, but this is way more poison than I thought they could have inside them. 
While you're right, they do have venom in their stingers, but the swelling in your foot isn't the venom. It's actually water from your body rushing in trying to make things better. Wait, so the swelling is her body trying to help? How does that work? Well, I'm not exactly a doctor, but from what I understand, the body realizes that the venom is a bad thing. So it does what it can to flush the toxins away and to get as many white blood cells to the front line to fight the bad stuff. And my body knows that will work? Our bodies are pretty smart. Obviously, sometimes they need help from doctors and medicine, but God has designed every part of us to do its job and to do it well. And when things go wrong, our bodies make sure to tell us. Tell us? The body uses all kinds of senses to tell us something is wrong. Pain, upset stomachs, dizziness, and itchiness are all ways the body tells us that something isn't right. Well, it's working. What's more, the body works hard to fix the things that are wrong as well. It's like the Bible says, God has made us in amazing ways. And because we belong to Him, we need to be careful to keep our bodies healthy and fit to do His good work here on earth. That's a lot to think about. Yeah, where does the Bible say those things? I need to look those up. I'll grab a Bible. We can look them up together. And I guess I'll listen to the radio. You know what? I could use a glass of water. You want any? That sounds great, Miss Tabitha. Thanks. Peter, any for you? No, thanks. All right, I'll be right back. So, what kinds of Bible verses have you guys been reading, Monica? Well, we started by looking at Psalm 139. It's about how God knows about us and how he makes each of us inside our moms and he sees everything about us. It's pretty cool how even when we're little specks without fingers or legs in there, God is watching and helping us grow. That's cool, but kind of weird. I guess it is a little, but where it gets really weird is this next part in 1 Corinthians 6. It says in these verses that our bodies are temples. They're temples? Like those old broken down things in Greece or something? I guess. I'm sure they weren't broken down way back when the Bible was written, but we aren't buildings at all. So what it's talking about, I don't know. Yeah, we'd better ask Miss Tabitha about that. Ask me about what? This Bible verse you had me look up. It talks about our bodies being temples and stuff. What's that about? Yeah, we aren't ancient stone buildings. We're, you know, people. Oh yes, well, you have a point. But the book of 1 Corinthians was written, it turns out, to people who lived in the ancient city of Corinth. This city had a lot of actual temples where the people there said that their gods lived. What Paul is saying is that when we believe that Jesus is the true God, he sends his spirit to live in us like a kind of temple. Oh, so Paul was just talking about it in the way that everyone could understand. Right. Another thing Paul was saying in these verses was that because God's spirit is inside us, it means that we are not the owners of our bodies, so we need to take care of them. Like not getting stung by bees? <laughs> well, we definitely don't want to do that. But this part of the Bible was talking about using our bodies to do wrong things. Sometimes there are things we can do that feel good, but in the end aren't good for us at all. Like it says a little earlier in the chapter, God gives us the freedom to make choices, but not all choices are good for us. So it's more than being healthy. It's being holy, too. Holy? We learned about that a while ago. It means we only do things for God. Sounds like you've got the idea. Yeah, well, speaking of being healthy and all that, I think I'm going to go home now so Mom and Dad can help me with this bee sting. Can you help me walk over there, Peter? Sure. What do you need? Actually, why don't I drive you over there? It would be a little easier. That does sound like a better idea. Okay, if you don't mind. Not at all. While I pull my car around, could you turn off the radio for me, Peter? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> 